Why are you guys sitting over there? Do you want some help? Of course. <laughs> the truth comes out on the podcast. <laughs> I didn't want to say anything, but... Are we recording? No. Yeah, we should probably tell everybody that Gabe isn't here because the Pimantha watch has stopped. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are we recording now? Oh, yeah. We've been oh, recording yeah, the whole time. Out. I'm a horrible liar. Excellent. <laughs> Which apparently was it was good enough to fool you. Yeah, well, I, I, like I said, I can't see your screen. I kind of feel yeah, like so I, I have all the power over here. So there's this, um, <laughs> this girl that my wife kind of mentors, and uh, she was over getting a haircut yesterday. And so I was telling her about uh, Pimantha. Mm-hmm. I said, yeah, so, you know, my, my buddy, he, they actually had their, their daughter, um, and I'll tell you what her real name is in a minute, but they were taking their time naming her, and so we decided, you know, just as a committee, we were going to name her, which, of course, went really well. So I showed her the name Pamantha Joyth, and her reaction was fantastic. She looked at it, she goes, I love that. Wow. <laughs> I said, no, 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 it's, it was a joke. It's terrible. And she goes, no, but I really like Joyth. Like, it's, it's Joyce with a lisp. <laughs> <laughs> the Poe's Law, that's what I was looking for. Um, it's uh, the any... Um, and uh, we're back. Yeah. Any uh, <laughs> parody of um, an extreme view um, is indistinguishable from the extreme view itself. Uh-huh. So... Um, you know, you get, you get that, like, the other day when uh, John was talking about eating crickets is bad feng shui. I'm like, yes. I, I can't tell. <laughs> like, I don't know if you're parodying that or if you actually genuinely... That was the best part of it. <laughs> like, I, I can't respond because I don't know what to do. That was one of those legendary IMs which, which should have been captured forever, hung on the wall. Because that one, that one got pretty wild pretty fast. I came in late and read the whole thread. I was like, what the hell is this? There's well, then, some sort of cricket feeder where you push a button and it, it harvests was, some? It was, it was mealworms. Oh. Yeah. Well, then, then then you left the chat and Sean goes, well, I guess Ryan doesn't want to play. <laughs> yeah, I made a uh, Minecraft reference at one point. Where mm-hmm. the, redstone. The, the reference button. The redstone. requires redstone. Yeah. Yeah, mealworms. Given the, the option of mealworms or crickets, I think I'd go for crickets. Mm-hmm. And so then mealworms just look awful. And I'm pretty sure in that I am at some point, uh, J Pop came up with a lay overlay of death metal, mm-hmm. which was pretty awful. <laughs> yeah. I think I'll have to look and see now that I've had to restore my machine. Um, but uh, actually, Sean should have a, an archive of that conversation too, because Skype for Business autom- automatically records. Um, like chats, so that should actually know. have that. Yeah, I just got a little sweaty just now. <laughs> what? Just got a little sweaty. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> recording everything. Just when I thought it was safe, I remember putting Spark in it at uh, RWC, and everybody was asking if it is. So I come over, kind of do a double take. Hey, are you recording these? No. You want me to? No. <laughs> <laughs> like hmm, you seem quite innocent in this. Define what you mean by recording. Well, saving them to disk. No. Nope. Just sending them to the cloud. <laughs> sending them straight up to Tumblr. You know how people say you have a face for radio? <laughs> I've been told I have a voice for video. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Well, yeah. 
So now you now you see the effort I went through to. Uh, oh, my wife! My wife has told me that I have a. You know, well, you've got a good personality. <laughs> my my favorite one that my wife pulled on me was uh, I was sitting there, you know, looking in the mirror. Man, I got a big nose and big ears, and she goes, "It's okay, it goes with, goes along with the rest of your face." <laughs> I just looked at her. No, no, that came out wrong. I'm like, oh. Well, it's like I was trying to be complimentary to my wife, and um, so you know, everybody's got their own thing that they're really self conscious about, and so I was telling her that even though you know that wasn't that part of her body wasn't the way she wanted it to look, you know, it, it's actually um, quite sexy in its own way, not not the way that she was wanting it necessarily, but I think it's quite sexy, but. Those were not the words that I chose to use in the moment. And instead, what I ended up saying was, well, you know, I mean, it's almost sexy. Excuse <laughs> me. Yeah, I didn't end up getting in too much trouble because she saw my face as I said it. And I don't, I don't think I was had an expression that scared as even when I watched The Ring. So I think that we need to... Um, Really look at some of those Kickstarters um, for things like the the cricket flower. Yeah, I feel like we missed the boat on that one. Yeah, the opportunity is now gone. So I'm thinking if if you make flour from wheat and you make beer from wheat, can you make a cricket beer? Why not? Yeah, see, I think right there. There's lots of Kickstarters for cricket-based substances, mm-hmm. and there's Can lots of Kickstarters for beers. I think so we need to you, combine uh, those. You malt that wheat and barley, right, to mm-hmm. extract the sugar. So how would you malt a uh, cricket? Would there be any moths involved? Well, normally with a malt, you just, you know, to, um, to make it malt, you get it to sprout just a little bit, and as soon as it's sprouted. So <laughs> how, does, how does one get crickets to sprout? That's question the other thing is people are always looking to do things to help um children uh and people in bad situations so what if we have it all yeah so what if we have all the labor for it done by children under the age of 14 i like where you're headed with that yeah i think you know because then we're we're appealing to people's love of cricket-based food items um, Unless you're a mealworm kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, we can we can have an offshoot and do some mealworm. Maybe a mealworm wine. Mealworm. <laughs> <laughs> um, a mold mealworm wine? Yes. Uh, so we're appealing to people's love of cricket-based food items. Mm-hmm. We're appealing to people's love of micro-brew beer. Man, this is gross. And, and we're appealing to their charity in helping these underage oh. workers. I feel like American children don't quite have the grasp on the cricket cooking process we might need to uh we just need to get it back into schools like it used to be right right like it used to it's not uh, core curriculum anymore at least for my kids they're dropping cursive and culinary cricket preparation we could do a whole cricket themed restaurant i like it we can go farm to table you sit down. It's going to be a long meal, of course, because you bring out the, the cricket roundup or cricket cage. You can call it chirpers. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like a, a, like a lobster tank where you pick Ooh, out. I like it. <laughs> that one's feisty. I, like I want you, that you one right the, there. You bring the cricket cage out to the, the table and you let them, you know, 
That, that one looks healthy have, and strong. Well, you always have the tank at the in the in the front doors. You know, right when you walk in, you got the tank of them jumping around. Right, because it's a lot harder to carry around a big tank full of lobsters. But with the crickets, you can add that personal touch where you're actually bringing it to the table. Well, you just had those classy joints that had the lobsters in the front that you know you never really knew how long those lobsters been around. Mm-hmm. You can get fancy and bring in locusts, the ones ooh, with the big stingers ooh. on the abdomen. Yeah, Jerusalem cricket. Yeah. Yeah. That's for the adventurous eater. Once once a month, you can bring in those Japanese hornets that are the size of your fist. Mm. Yeah, for those who, you know, really want. It's like, it's, it's kind of like when you order like an 18-ounce steak, mm-hmm. you know. You want a little bit more? Sure. We've got these, you know, Japanese hornets right here. We can do it Benihana style. I like it. Yeah. You just sit down. You got your uh, your cricket ranch right in front of you. Mm-hmm. You pick out the, the one you can catch. Yeah. You toss it to one of the kids working the grill. Well, yeah, because you want you want one when you're catching one. You want one that is um, that you can catch, but you don't want the slowest one because you don't want the the weak ones. You know, you want the right. something that's got a little bit more um, fight to it because you know it'll it'll have the better um, cricket meat. So could we do like a, a veal type setup where it's they don't have room to jump, so they're mm. they're force fed yeah. and they just crawl around in the dark. Yeah. Well, we don't want to get PETA on us for that. Right. Right. So, oh my God, I think I found What's Peter's stance on the cricket? Um, I don't know. Do they count insects as animals? Mm. Not in my house, but I mean, I've never seen a. Um, I'd rather be naked than wear exoskeletons. <laughs> so, what kind of cricket themed desserts do we have? Like a cricket protein bar? Mm. Well, if you uh, if you go on Google Images and type Peter Cricket, I got a feeling that's the wrong thing. Mm, yeah. Is that a cricket uh, player who's named Peta? <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, hmm. That is a good question. What what sort of... Um, I mean, people always like the um, desserts that have the crunchy glaze. Mm-hmm. You so, already have the crunch with the exoskeleton. Exactly, yeah. So I'm thinking, you know, um, can you milk a cricket? I mean, you can milk an almond, apparently. So maybe you can milk anything with nipples. Yeah, do crickets have nipples? That's the real question. Google search images. It's got a sticker um, or a stinger. Uh, so you know, if you can do like a a cricket milk ice cream topped with some crickets, or or really even um, grasshoppers, just to mix it up a little bit. Yeah. You know, and you know, then you've got the uh, the whole concept of grasshoppers are the Cadillac of crickets, mm-hmm. um, or uh, what's hmm. Trying to think of a good a good food comparison, uh, but it's it's kind of similar that way. I mean, caramel is made from milk, mm-hmm. but have a lot of people like to put caramel on top of ice cream. So you've got that whole sort of continuation of it, where it's it's all really the same thing, but it's it's prepared differently. Well, we could also do the fondue. Maybe have like a, a cheese dip, a chocolate dip. Ooh, yeah, I like it. So you have your and a mealworm dip. Mm-hmm. <laughs> If your six-year-old wrangling up your crickets at the at the grill, mm-hmm. maybe they sear them real quick, just give a little crisp on them. Yeah, and then uh, skewer them. Ca- or caramelize them just a little bit. Not too much though. No. Then you're you're dipping them in your chocolate. I think you're off to the races. Yeah, let's have to workshop this menu a little bit. What what would you pair with a cricket? Well, I think that's the great thing about crickets is that they're just so versatile. Well, I think a, a nice meal wine where uh, mealworm wine. Mm-hmm. Mm. Very good with the cricket. High protein. Yeah. <laughs> How do you do vintages of, of mealworms? Um, you know, is it? Well, it's really based on a life cycle. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. 
So I'm sure someone could calculate the life cycle of a grape mm-hmm. and then apply that to a mealworm. Because apparently, according to that do-it-yourselfer uh, Kickstarter deal, I think you had mealworms ready to eat in about four weeks or something like that. Man, that is gross, though. Ugh. Can't even imagine. Well, that's that's the other thing is that we need to figure out where where the best um, launch place for this. And I think it should be a franchise, mm-hmm. especially with a name like Chirpers. Portland. Yeah, Portland. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, San Francisco. Right. Um, uh, you need an audience that's uh, pretty forward thinking. I think mm-hmm. that might not be an Airway Heights. Mm. You know, they do have those restaurants that they don't have any lights and it's all dark. Oh, that's true. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really. Dining in the dark. That would add to the ambiance because then you got the chirpets cricking in the cr- <laughs> chirping in the tank. <laughs> you walk it's in. It's so the, romantic. The kid working the front door hands you a flashlight. Uh, you shine it. You but but all the flashlights they've got to be just for the real effect of it. They've got to have the loose filament so that the flashlight just flickers. Maybe you just shake it a little bit, bang it on the yet. table. Yeah, bang it on the table. And, okay. Uh, we can do, um, you know how they have like a pasta salad mm-hmm. where it's just a bunch of different pastas mixed together with some um, uh, cheese and um, vinegar or whatever. You can do the same thing, but with, uh, you got your crickets, your grasshoppers, your mealworms, just all mixed mixed together. And then, um, yeah, throw in some, throw in some cheese. And then you need to oversteam them um, just so that, you know, for that, that beginning meal, you're not punching them in the face right away with the crunch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe like an essence of cricket foam Ooh, as a yeah. starter. Yeah, because we haven't even looked at the at the gastro sciences or whatever where they do the, get the, the foam and the bubbles and the um, strange gelatins that you're not quite sure mm. where they come from. We haven't looked at the candy crickets. They have the, the high-end candy market with a sucker with a mm-hmm. cricket or a scorpion in it. Scorpion, yep. That's like the, the emperor of crickets, I would think. I don't know if they're even in the same genus. Well, I think I think we need to have also, um, you know, in the waiting room, because every, every restaurant has that waiting area, and you really need to go overboard. You know, you have on the wall there, you've got just these uh, great, beautiful murals of, say, uh, cricket armies um, all wearing their little uh, red armband and then you've got your scorpion emperor maybe using his tail in a, um, in a vaguely inappropriate uh, <laughs> salute <laughs> pointing him into battle onto uh, farmers crops yeah well, I'm, I'm thinking kind of you know um, a slight Nazi reference with the, the tail thing you know not nothing over the top but just a you know little reference here <clears> and there where it's like oh you know these guys are nice but maybe they're not as cool as I thought then they won't feel as bad about eating them in large quantities. So the, the kids work in the door. Would we want yes. them in full Nazi regalia as well? No, no, I don't think we want to go over the top of the Nazi. Okay, just something subtle. Maybe like a, a, a tan suit, like a, mm-hmm. like a communist party member. Yeah, you could do something like okay. that. Um, you could uh, you could dress them in doughboy uniforms. Um, I like it. Uh, yeah. Um, and then, uh, of course, with the, the crickets chirping and everything, you've got to also have um, uh, violin... Um, things worked in. Maybe a mariachi band dressed up as crickets. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Um, sunglasses that have like the the facets on them, so they look like compound eyes. I like that. Yeah. 
um, it'll take some some training. We'll definitely have to um, ensure that the mariachi players wear those for at least six months leading up to it, so that their vision adjusts to it. Otherwise, we're just going to have them bumping into tables all over the place if they've got to put them on every night. You can't do that. Yeah, well, you'd be like pirates where they cover up one eye all day long. There you go. So yeah. the uh, bars and cones, mm-hmm. or what are they? Rods and cones. cones Rod, rods and cones. cones. Yeah, cones and rods. I remember that by the Blue Man Group song. That's right. Which that uh, Blue Man Group would be perfect for singing in the waiting, waiting area. It would, it would add to the Nazi feel, for sure. <laughs> Just percussive. <Jeez>. Jarring. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we have some flyers just stashed into the magazines for various French groups. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, you know, for the... Um, some of the, the nicer restaurants, when you are in the restrooms, you have the um, the music that's playing um, in the bathroom is, is different than what's playing out in the, the other area. Sometimes it's elevator music, um, but in, in keeping with the theme, I think we ought to do something a little bit more, um, a little, little more Soviet. It is. Is this Creative Commons licensing? Well, it's a national anthem, so I think we're okay. Um, And uh, fight, fight the stage fright. Go fight one. That could be a good side business, you know. Aside from the the chirpers. Mm -hmm. So we need like a, a dad joke slash uncle joke improv training center. Well, is there any law against spinning off a, a separate company that creates like a, a fortune cookie mm-hmm. full of dad jokes? Um, maybe not a cookie shape per se. Um, maybe it's something. Maybe it's something that you know you do in like an Oreo type uh, cookie, but you just have to fish it out of the, the frosting afterwards, wrap it in tin foil so that it really shocks you when you bite into it. I'll <laughs> <laughs> do it. Mm-hmm. And uh, and um, then at chirpers, you know, have that be. Uh, brought with the check is these these um, Oreo style cookies with the the Tim Foil dad joke embedded in them. Oreo style misfortune dad joke cookies. Yeah. Actually, what what are those little uh, pastries that they make in England that are uh, like two little? It's like an Oreo, but they um, macaroons. Mm. Dad joke macaroons. I like it That'd with cricket right. protein filling. Yep, and then then you can go for the dad joke off of that, and then you know they can be macaloons or maca macaloonies or something like that. Macaloonies, oh yeah. boy, yeah, not so sure about this. Um, you know, on some some nights, some restaurants do like a karaoke night. Mm-hmm. So you have um, on some nights we do a pun off. I'd like to see the look on the guy's face trying to get funding for this. Got a business plan? Oh no! Well, you know, that, that's just details. Mm-hmm. Legal will fix that. <laughs> Legal will fix that. Yeah. Where's that dotted line that I'm going to sign? So a business loan. And when I say legal, I mean my cousin. We need a catchy title for uh, the pun off night. Yeah. Preferably if it's a really painful pun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah, I think that's good Good stuff right there. We'll need to cut out some of the silence here because it's, it's painful. That's but, just the wheels turning. Mm-hmm. You got to let silence do the heavy there you go. Maybe that's that's one of our trademark things. In Chicago, there's a restaurant called Ed Bevix, and one of their gimmicks is that the the um, wait staff is abusive. Not not physically most of the time, um, but verbally, definitely verbally abusive. Sounds um, like dicks down in Las Vegas. 
And, uh, or Wang, if you can pronounce mm-hmm. it that way as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, maybe that's one of our gimmicks is that the wait staff, they just come up and stare at you silently until you just start telling them what you want. Um, they don't ask what you want. They just come up and stand <clears throat> and just you know, clear their throat and wait. These are the, the children in the doughboy uniform? Yes. I think just the confused look on their face would be enough. Mm-hmm. Maybe... Uh, you take one under your wing and start looking for their parents. Yeah, yeah. You lost little guy. <laughs> <laughs> I think just the screwing up the orders naturally mm-hmm. give you a certain amount of audience abuse. I think I think we also need to, you know, along with the puns, mm-hmm. you have the uh, f- French flies. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that. Maybe a whole menu made up. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, the, the French flies can be... Uh, Kind of like um, popcorn-style chicken, where it's just a little, you know, breaded and battered, deep-fried uh, house flies. Horse flies, if you're feeling, you know, really hungry, mm-hmm. um, if you want a large size. Um, That's like the chicken strips as opposed to the popcorn chicken. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, or you can even take, um, you know, string them together uh, and then fry those so that they are in more of a, a fry, you know, French fry shape. Then you have the floss afterward. You eat them, pull them off, floss exactly. Built floss is built right in. Mm. Break the two legs off and do a mini violin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, that's good stuff. Or even as the as the um, waiter walks up and you know greets you with silence, mm-hmm. they have you know one of their pieces of flair being, of course, their name badge. There, it's like you can tap it just like you would like a Star Trek communicator, but instead of it being a communicator, it then plays the sound of crickets chirping. So you have that awkward silence. But it's it's improved by the sound of, of crickets. Crickets are terrifying insects. You ever like just turn over a rock and there's a cricket? It scares the ever leaving bejeebies out of you because it's like a ugh, things just gross. Not as much as a spider. Spiders. Uh... I don't know. I think the the cricket's like um, um, uh, it's a rare thing, right? So when you turn it over, it startles you because you're like, "What is that?" <laughs> I I always thought they looked really cool until I saw them magnified. Once you see them magnified, then they really are the stuff of nightmare. I mean, it's like mm-hmm. a gigantic flea. You know, is what it looks like to me. You know, mm-hmm. just ugh. that could be a specialty menu item. Maybe a sand flea souffle. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Or maybe it's just accidental. Maybe it's a regular souffle with just the mm. chef doesn't have very good. And I heard a, a dust mite garnish. I was watching a uh, documentary, and they were talking about how oxygen levels on the Earth may have may have uh, been responsible for gigantic insects. Oh, and wow. so somebody, uh, I don't know who these people are, but someone did a research project where they had a high oxygen environment, and they grew bugs, and they had these colossal insects. Let's see if Google has any colossal crickets from the high-oxygen environment here. That's mm. a good idea for the cricket tanks in the lobby. Yeah. Pump them full of oxygen. Yeah, they're not genetically modified. They're just environmentally um, encouraged. Or maybe we just have some funhouse glass that, depending which way you look, they're tall and skinny or short and wide. Oh, yeah. You know what? I, I, re- I recall why this happened was because the insects they breathe out of their skin out of their mm-hmm. legs and they have these like cardiovascular system that has like these ports all over their body mm-hmm. and the amount of oxygen like if they're able to breathe they can continue to grow so it's kind of like um the baggy pants scenario mm. 
like the more room, you know, oh, yeah. the more, like more the parachute pants. Yeah, the bigger goldfish you have in your in your pants. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think we've got a, a good Kickstarter here. Chirpers really sells itself. Mm-hmm. You know, the merchandising aspect. Oh yeah, absolutely. Take a page out of the uh, Hard Rock Cafe's mm-hmm. playbook. Maybe have a little gift shop. To yep. Maybe it's just a trunk of somebody's car, so you think you're getting a deal. <laughs> There, yeah, yeah, I like it. To show up in the alley, there's a Chrysler Little Baron with the, mm-hmm. some shady looking character. Hey, hey, want a shirt? Yeah, got good deals. They'll pay retail. Um, yeah, yeah, your your Hard Rock or your Bubblegum Shrimp, where mm. uh, you know you've got to got to have a, have a good um, good tagline. Mm. Um, you know, something catchy. Not not quite sure what would be a good tagline though. It's chirping great. <laughs> <laughs> oh Google. I love it. Um Yeah. You do that on birthdays and bar mitzvahs. <laughs> In a box. Yep. <laughs> the, the waiter comes with So any special occasions? We, we may have to have some legal age. <laughs> Wait, staff. <laughs> oh, you say it's your anniversary. <laughs> oh, dear. We, we, we'd attract a certain kind of clientele if we had the, the children in the doughboy outfits doing that. <laughs> I'm not sure that's the image we want. This is a family establishment, I think, first and foremost. Oh, you say that, but you got a pool table over there, clearly. Liars. you got to get business done. <clears throat> Maybe you negotiate your bill. There's no prices. <laughs> I like that, yeah. It's like there's a sales manager. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The kids in the uniforms, they just drop off a hastily scribbled note. Not in cursive, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you then you write a mobile app that goes directly to your Google Wallet or a- Apple Pay account. Mm-hmm. And every time they hit like, deposits from their account. I like it. Yeah. Um, and then you encourage some kind of uh, Apple, you know, uh, phone games so that the kids will accidentally keep hitting. Maybe they win a prize. There's a chance you could get a free meal out of this. Ooh. Yeah, there you go. All, all the bills, I think, need to be written in crayon with all of the R's and fives and B's reversed. Okay. Um, especially when the, the bill is filled out by one of the um, uh, legal age, legal working age people. Mm. Um, so, yeah. It always means something when you have a 37-year-old filling out the check and you've got the, the backwards R. Do you have any, like, horrible experiences as a child with bugs that you can vivid, vividly recall? Uh, I got stung by a type of hornet that's in Europe, but not here. And it not in Japan. It didn't. No, it wasn't. It wasn't a Japanese hornet. So we had these neighbors, and they uh, they had two little kids, and Curtin uh, uh, and Nat, and the little kids. I think Wyatt was their son. I don't remember their daughter's name. And uh, Wyatt was this uh, really wily four year old who uh, liked to just you know leave his house. And, you know, like most elderly or young people, they like to, you know, follow gravity. So they lived way up on the hill in my uncle's old house. And so normally he would jump on his tricycle, right, mm-hmm. and go downhill because, you know, mm-hmm. it's a path, path of least resistance. It's like water takes different, you know, strange directions. Children do also. Mm-hmm. So uh, her and, and, and Wyatt, you know, they go outside to work in the garden or something. And she kind of, hey, where'd Wyatt go? And he's gone. And he's, woo 
woo, heading downhill on his, on his big wheel. And so I'd be outside uh, shooting crickets with my BB gun. I swear I did that. Uh, From a sniper's nest, of course. Gra- well, actually, gra- grasshoppers. See, that, that was some people asked me why I was such a crack shot. Well, see, what you did is you went out there with your BB gun and you pumped it up, you know, to like whatever whatever power. And then you just sit there on the dirt dirt road and poof, shoot grasshoppers. Poof. Got pretty good after that, figuring it's out, always, you know, bullet drop 15, and all that. 15 pumps. Yep. 15 well, pumps is a kill shot. Yep. Yeah. Three pumps is just if you're, you're funning with somebody. Yeah, it depends just, if you want to lob it or if you want to laser it in there. So I, I was out there shooting grasshoppers, right? And uh, I hear some... on your own ghillie suit? Uh, negative. Oh. No. Did not have a ghillie suit. Um, but I hear, hear this, this, you know, someone crying. I'm like, what the hell? Where's this coming from? And I look up and I hear, I see Wyatt, you know, sitting on, on his big wheel and he's, which is usually his, like, you know, I'm stuck. I don't know where I'm at. I'm not next to mommy. I need help. Right. Okay. So I walk up the, walk up the road and Hey buddy, how's it going? And he just gets this, I mean, loses all of his color. And this kid was terrified of bugs, right? Loses his color. (gasps) Freaking out. Right. Wyatt, what's wrong? What's wrong, buddy? Ah, ah, and you just start screaming at me. And I'm like, what is your problem? And he points at my leg and I look down and I, I kid you not, I had a walking stick stuck to my leg. <laughs> and I'm like, where did that come from? Number one. And my, you know, my stomach jumped into my throat because I'm like, what on earth? Right. <laughs> and I'm like, how long has this thing been stuck to me? Because I've been walking around on the dirt road. Right. Not in any brush, not next to any trees for a solid 15 minutes. This thing like must have flown out of nowhere and, you know, collapsed on me. And so like I immediately realized what it was and was not terrified. But this poor kid is about ready to die. (laughs) And I'm going, no, buddy, come on. It's fine. Check this out. And he is like scrambling off of his big wheel, running up the hill back home. And I'm like, you forgot your big wheel, bud. I ended up having to take that back home for him. But uh, that was pretty exciting. Just leave the walking stick on the handlebars. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> um, Be like those uh, eight bars. <laughs> yeah. I'm, that thing was a good foot long, I'd say. Wow. It was, it was, it was scary. Those and prey mantises, those are pretty freaky. Yeah. And I um, tried to stop one of my chickens from eating a prey mantis the other day. He lost the battle. The prey mantis did. He was sitting there trying to whip it at the chicken. And chicken was doing one of these things back and forth and then boom, and then just gobbled it down. I was like, whoa. <laughs> I'm like, no, no, no. Wait. Oh, that's too late. That's in your inner industry. Exactly. <laughs> it's exactly. probably a good place to stop right there. Just like uh, searching for Peter Cricket on Google Images. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling lucky. Safe search off. All right. Good well, stuff well, right there. Let's run that all through legal. Then we can work on financing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, this will boil down to a solid seven. Oh, load that up on Kickstarter and see where it goes. Yeah. So uh, I, I wasn't going to ask, but I'm trying to figure out why Brian's wearing his underwear on the outside of his pants today. Is this is casual Friday. I'm going to judge. <laughs> I got a feeling this is going to be the best podcast ever. I might take so. a kick. <laughs> this may be our last podcast once Trippers takes off. Yeah. You know, this is, maybe we need a place, some place a little more open-minded, like a, a Belgium or a, a Tijuana. Amsterdam. Mm-hmm. Amsterdam. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, South Wales.